Hi there, being Sue. casual. Yeah. Hey, Looking guys. radiant as ever on a sunny day in California. Yes. Yes. Thank goodness. Spring has sprung. I'm so excited. Yeah. Speaking of which, episode uh, 306 <laughs> here. Uh, the other day, I was r- running around like a crazy person. And, you know, in my head, I was like, just remember your coffee. So I leave the house, I put coffee on top of my car. And don't you know that I get in my car, drive away, and the coffee spills all over the side of my car that that i just washed the day before then i'm thinking why couldn't it be raining now like it rained the day before yeah when like you know and now i like well so like i washed my car then it rained and i was like well that was a waste and then the next morning the coffee spilled all over and i was like what it couldn't have happened in a different order well i couldn't have had the coffee spill and then the rain if there's one thing I've learned, it's that you have a lot of trouble with car wash situations. Yeah. I mean. Yep. So this is in keeping, this is very on brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is on brand. I love it. <laughs> have you been enjoying the butterfly migration? I have. Oh, Suze, I'm so glad you said something because I was thinking about that the other day. So uh, just uh, uh, last week or maybe a little bit longer now, uh, was the one year, I don't know whether you call it anniversary or just the same date that I found out I had a miscarriage. And it also is the same day that my grandma passed away and that she was born. So it's like her birthday, her death day, and March 14th, so that there's a lot of significance there. Mm -hmm. And I was just having a really heavy day. And I walked outside or got in my car and drove, I suppose. And there were butterflies everywhere Mm. and it felt like oh this is like i know it's not but i was like this is for you sarah you know and like look at all the life around you and Mm. it kind of made me think about life and about you know these little butterflies and how you know we just had a lot of rain and then we had a lot of sunshine and you know it caused some sort of like early i don't know or or we're seeing more now than than i think is usual and I don't know, it made me think like there is, there's life everywhere and don't worry. So Well, it, it really is beautiful and it, it, they're so small that at first we thought they were just leaves falling, yeah. but they were, or I forget the name. They're a certain type of butterfly. Yeah. What is it called? Uh, is it something Imperial? Oh. No. No, I don't think that's right. I don't know why I said that. No, I don't know. I don't know. But they're really cool. And it does remind me like of the biblical story of the the Noah's Ark and the Great Flood. Um, Because after, you know, they land on Mount Ararat or whatever and get out of the damn boat. And there's a uh, rainbow. And according to mythology, that was a promise by God that he'd never destroy the uh, earth by flood again. I mean, mm. he still left room for like destroying it other ways, but <laughs> I still He's love like, I said no floods. <laughs> I just love the idea of nature as a reminder of hope. And And they're called painted lady butterflies. Ah, painted lady. Yeah. I feel you know, like but you're in my painted lady. I I think lady and I think imperial and uh, you know, so no, I, I love that. I think that there, it's such a beautiful thing, and I agree with you that it can be a reminder that, like, better days are ahead and just enjoy this moment. What I'm seeing a whole bunch of are these little things called fiery skipper butterflies. What? What are those? Yeah, they're they're native to Southern California, and they're, they're these, we, when we were little, we used to catch them all the time because they're very slow, and you, they're really easy to catch, and 
I think those are the ones that may be all over my neighborhood because they oh. don't look as big as the... I'm seeing both, but... Oh, well, yeah, the more the merrier around here. And then I have to get my car washed again because there are a bunch of them on my windshield. What are on your windshield? The butterflies. Were they pooping on there, you mean? Oh, my God, what? Well, that's what happens when you drive your car at 65 miles an hour through the middle of a butterfly migration. A couple of them are going to splatter against your windshield. Sarah? Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's a very sad detail, but it's, t- <laughs> it's true. And they leave this very, this very yellow, there's like yellow, they, mm. I did notice a lot of yellow dust. Yeah, well. Is that what that is? Yeah, you'll see more than dust if they happen to. it's like ashes to ashes god i did not like that that's sad yeah damn we had a perfectly uplifting story ruined i'm sorry (laughs) i I should since this is in keeping with the subject i will ask um did you get your modern fertility kit yes to do the test yes i sure did i'm so excited to do this i'm like waiting for my this is the first time in my life i've been excited about my period coming and getting to take the test (laughs) yeah they have such a modern fertility is the a comprehensive fertility hormone test for women that you can take at home i'm so excited about this because we have a terrible health insurance situation because you know we're self-employed and whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i'm never going to go to the doctor to have this tested but i've always wanted to yeah. And so I want to see cuz you just take the test and it tells you what the hell's going on in your body. Suze, if they if you found out that they're that you have like just a wonderful oven there and a lot of eggs still and all that, you think it would give it another shot with the baby Megan? I th- I would think about it because yeah. I well I'm I'm currently not on birth control. Um but I just assume I'm like too old and all that. But that's why this is such a great yes. thing because I want to see like what if they're like you're super fertile. Well, and also attitude and mentality like has so much yeah. to do with it. And so if you're in your head thinking I'm too old, I can't do this anymore. There's no way we've been trying. You kind of your body goes well. I guess that's it then. Yeah. But if you got the information and you were informed, as we know is so important. You know, you got to be smarter than your doctors. Well, this is the way to do it. And then you can kind of put your mind at ease and go, wait a sec. I have all of the, the yes. everything's going well. And then it changes your mindset mm-hmm. and your body will follow suit. Yeah. I, I just think it's so cool. And like if yes. I were to pay out of pocket, it would be 1500 bucks. But these oh are just $159 and they send it to you. And then they give you like a customized report. So you find out how, like if you have more or less eggs than the average person or um, what you could expect from IVF or egg freezing, like how your hormone levels relate to um, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which yes. one in 10 women have. Yep. Um, and then you get your questions answered with one of their fertility nurses and you can just find out what's going on in your body. Thank God. Yes. It's so important. And then you can take that information and bring it to, you know, if you are trying to get pregnant and you're, you know, thinking about, okay, now I'm going to go to a fertility specialist and whatever. This is the kind of stuff that they're going to, like you said, going to be doing anyway. Oh God. It's so good to just be like, here's the information. Yeah. I'm ready for step two or three or four because don't waste time with step one that could take months. Let's just get it done and move on. 
So what you do is you take the fertility quiz and you get $20 off your first kit at modernfertility.com slash brain candy. So you take the fertility quiz, which I took, it asks you like what's going on, what what are your plans and all that, and get $20 off your first kit at modernfertility.com slash brain candy. So you can find out what's what's going on with your eggs in your womb yes. and, you know, be informed. And as Sarah said, it's empowering. You know, mm-hmm. and affordable. Thank God. Modernfertility.com slash brain candy. So I'm excited. I'll let you know my results whenever I find out. Um, okay. What is on the agenda today? What are you feeling? What do you want? Bad news? Good news? Oh, I mean, well, you know, I, I always like some silly news, but also, uh, you know, <clears throat> bad news if it turns into a good story, <laughs> which is so sad to well, say. Well, one silly thing is... Um, have you ever heard, I'm sure you have, the show Peppa Pig? Yes, I have heard that. <laughs> okay. So this is such a cute show and the characters are British and a lot of American kids are starting to speak in British <laughs> colloquialisms and stuff because of Peppa Pig. I love that. <laughs> me too. That is adorable. My friend Val, he used to tell me how his kids would always say straight away, which is they got from that show. Like, we're going to go to the grocery store straight away. And he was always tickled by this because it is a, a, just a weird thing how they have a different different slang and different sayings. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's so cute. Can you imagine if your little American kid started speaking with a uh, British accent? It's the cutest. Well, I mean, your, your child and the little things he says where I'm like, okay, that was so British and it's adorable. <laughs> and I feel like he's not doing it as much because he's in school now and influenced by other kids yeah i mean i still do notice certain words that adam uses that lincoln does too and it's real cute um but i was impressed we were watching last night um beat bobby flay which is one of our favorite Mm -hmm. shows Mm -hmm. and one of the gals on there had an australian accent and he said that sounds like dad and i was impressed because that sounds like what my my husband oh that sounds like death Dad. Oh, dad. I was like, what? Okay, got it, got it, got it. That makes more sense. Slash death. Yeah. And um, I was impressed because I didn't think that he kind of picked up on it too much, but I guess he's starting to notice. And my husband does sound more Australian than British sometimes, so. Yeah. But anyway, accents are weird. Great, great accents. Yeah, I love stuff like that. And people are tweeting about it. I think they call it the Peppa Pig effect or something that like so that. That is so cute. I mean, yeah. I like that a little better than I like the Baby Shark song. So. If you do have a baby, you, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> Where did you hear Baby Shark? Where did I hear it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hear moms and dads and kids singing it now, but we've, uh, we've been singing that at camp since I was a little kid. No yep. way. I mean, when people started singing it, I was like, I know every single verse to that and a few that aren't in there. Because, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's been like a, a classic. I have I, no it's idea. It's making me think that maybe I should I should start like videotaping me singing like and playing the ukulele to other camp songs, hoping that will then go viral and become the next. You absolutely need to do. Wait this. till they hear Herman the Worm. That's a gem. Bring your ukulele over here. Well, I you know what I brought it over there one day and you had a migraine and I was just like I, it's not a time for <laughs> mediocre m- ukulele playing when she's having a migraine. I've been like can so it Don Ho. I left it at home today, so. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, bring it over one of these days because that is video footage I need to get. Oh, yes. Okay. We can put that on Patreon. Dude, I'll bring it next time. All right. 
Yeah, we'll have like musical exclusives available on patreon.com slash brain candy for yeah. your enjoyment. Here how um, Sarah's not tone deaf on this episode of <laughs> Yeah, video proof. Yeah. Um there was a thread on Twitter the other day that I will summarize and get your opinion on. It was um, about Albert Einstein's wife and how, according to this historian, she was as brilliant or more than Albert. Obvi. And, <laughs> and the thread was arguing that the reason that you don't know about her is because Albert Einstein was a dick and didn't credit her on their joint work. This this is the this is not the exception. This is the rule. Yeah. This is the. I mean, they've made movies out of this. Well, right. And now that we read um, Hidden Figures in our book right. club, it's yes. that same idea. They erase the work of the women, especially women of color. Well, remember this movie, Big Eyes. No. Okay, so I I never saw it, but I uh, heard about <laughs> heard about it. So there was this <laughs> painter that was real famous in the. I want to say the early 1900s, um, and you would know the the art. Like there are these like it, these cartoons of girls with well, really big eyes, and the whole premise is like the real painter was the wife, but the person who took all the credit for oh, it wow. like was the husband, and because they knew that nobody would take an artist who was a female serious, so this has been happening for you know, since the dawn of time, I think, you know, right. and the, the, the woman who, um, where all of her, uh, 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 you know, everybody else in the, in the, her graduate program got all the credit for, you know, finding, I can't remember what it was, but she, she invented something or discovered something in physics and didn't get any of the credit for it either. I mean, this happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I shouldn't be shocked. I think that the reason I was was because I've never heard of his wife ever. Mm -hmm. And you would think, because somebody on Twitter was like, okay, let's not push it. But if you're saying she was more brilliant than Einstein, she's more brilliant than the most brilliant scientist that ever lived. Probably not. Mm -hmm. But she was probably really, really smart and uh, could hold her own with him. Um, And as a result of sexism, we never hear of her. And the thread was arguing that the example of what happens when your husband was generous and credited you appropriately is Marie Curie. Um, yes. Whose husband would, would not accept the Nobel Prize unless she was included on it. Thank God. Well, I'm looking... Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, I don't know, like, whether this is all accurate or not, but... I believe that. I, think, I believe that it is. Yeah. It you know, and then you like take... It. And he had kind of these, like, narcissistic personality traits as well. Did he? You know? I mean, I think anybody who's like, it doesn't matter what anybody else says, I'm going to keep doing this. And there are, there, you know, with anything, there's, yeah. you know, I don't want to say that. I, that's why I say traits, you know. Say that again? I, that's why I use the word traits rather than yeah. like disorder or something. Yeah. Because he has, like, everybody, I have narcissistic traits. You know, anybody who's like, nope, that's, like, my ideas are the best. Like, there's a little bit of... Right, yeah. and he's an example of like what good can come from. Yeah, yeah. When someone has that mindset, but yeah. I suppose there's a downside to it. 
Yeah. Um, hmm. But I certainly had never heard of it, and I was like, oh, dang, like, Albie's in the hot seat. And his poor damn wife, <clears throat> she got screwed. Yeah. Oh, well, and also, you know, you think, I think with anybody who's like a genius mind or, 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 or even not, just like, right, you tend to find somebody who's in some ways your equal, you know? Yeah. Whether that's that be true. positive traits or negative traits, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's very rare where you have a person who's, totally healthy and really self-aware and you know whatever and they get together with somebody who's not you know so i think the same goes for you know uh uh, i don't know smarts and all that stuff yeah people try to find their equal or whether it's conscious or not and we know that the most the best work is always collaborative and Mm -hmm. you know there's that a lot of the ideas that I'm sure he had or anybody who's a, a brilliant mind have, they have to be uh, uh, discussed and shared and then, like, analyzed and then that, you know, resolidifies your, your beliefs or changes them or anything. Like, nothing, nobody exists in this vacuum where everybody's alone. So I, I feel like you have to look at the other, you know, influences in anybody's life when you have, like, the person who's a genius. It's never, they're never, mm-hmm. like... It's never just them by themselves, you know? Yeah. There's always some collaboration going on. and Yeah, and if you choose not to give anybody else credit, then I guess, yeah, you you have an Einstein situation. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that your yeah. underwear is making you happy at this very moment, though? Well, what am I wearing? You're wearing me undies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what am I wearing? Well, actually, to be honest, I'm not because I only have two pairs and I should get more because they're both in the laundry right now. So <laughs> in my mind, I'm comfortable, but. Right. Yeah. We're going to have to get you stocked up because. I know. Well, I already put together the, the pack. I just yes. have, I have yet to press order. You oh my know? gosh, do I it. Because this is what I do. It's like I, I put it all together and then I forget to actually follow through. <laughs> so I have all my colors picked out and they have the cutest little like three packs where you can save a bundle if you just, you know, like make your own pack of undies. And well, I have to pull do that the trigger the boy on shorts that order. Jeez. I want some boys shorts to sleep in. <laughs> Me, undies are like sleeping on an actual cloud or walking around in heaven all day. And... They're just the softest undies. They're made of micromodal fabric, which even if you don't know what that is, I'll tell you, it's softer. It's three times softer than cotton. And they have the classic colors, adventurous prints. And then they have like, you can do, um, like Sarah said, they have wine and cheese where you and your husband can match. It's so funny. Um, They have stuff for St. Paddy's Day and different holidays. And they're the go-to for the softest loungewear this side of the Mississippi. They're comfy lounge pants and onesies. Oh, my gosh, I have a onesie. And wait till you see I'm going to take a picture wearing it. Oh, Um, okay. I need it. That would be so cute. I need to see It has llamas on it. Get out. Llamas on your pajamas? (laughs) (laughs) And they have an offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash brain candy. That's MeUndies.com slash brain candy. They are the best. Um, Okay. Moving on. Okay. I'm going to mark that down. We talked about that. Yes. Oh, you know what? This is funny. I mean, this is like zero scientific evidence to back this up, but I just <laughs> thought it would be like a fun thing to share with you. 
Okay. So remember how on the last episode we talked about how um, different superhero powers would kind of tell you different things about you? Yes. Yes. So they have, I, I found this like personality quiz thing online that, you know, I was like looking at some stuff to, to maybe like do on here, like the, one of those fun like personality tests that we yes. love so much. And they happen to have one about superhero, like what is your superpower? And when you click on it, it gives you like the, the, you know, the possible answers and then their analysis of them. So originally you had said that you wanted to um, be invisible, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to read to you what invisibility okay. says, their analysis of it. So if you picked invisibility, you tend to be shy or a very keen observer with, or both. You like to know everything that's going on around you. And then it tells you some clues of like possible careers that would be good for you. <laughs> okay. And this is so great because you are two out of three, if not all three of these things. <laughs> a writer. Oh my God. An artist or a private investigator. <laughs> You're totally that. (laughs) That is so funny. You're an artist in the way that you create for this show. You're a writer, obvi, and you are a private investigator. I mean, we know why. I love this. It's great, right? And so now you said you would like to... Yeah, read people's minds. Read people's minds. Okay, so mind reading. You're good at guessing. I can't believe that's listed. Right? I, I was like, I have to share this. So mind reading, you're good at guessing what other people think, and you can read between the lines. Career clue, counselor or psychologist. Come on. You're also both of those often. This is crazy. Right? What is You want to know some other ones? Yeah. Okay, so here are the options that they have. It's flying, time travel, invisibility, x-ray, vision, shape-shifting, mind-reading, seeing into the future, or super-hearing. What's shape-shifting? Shape-shifting would be, like, you changing, like, who you are, like, what you look like, you know, or, like, changing your appearance in some way. Okay, okay. So, and those are all the basic answers that somebody would give. So for flying, it says you like to see the big picture of life and how things fit together. I would imagine that this is an answer kids give a lot. Uh-huh. And, they're, and, you know, you think about this. They're trying to put the world together. They're trying yeah. to understand what it looks like. I remember when I was in, I want to say, second or third grade, I used to listen to, they had a Disney radio station. Yes. And you remember that? Yeah. It was like, something's on Disney. We're all ears. And uh, uh, I can't remember what the station was. But... Uh, they would have you, like, you can call in. And I called into the radio station when I was, it's the only time I've ever called into a radio station. And I got through and they put me on air and they asked me what my superhero power would be. And I would say, I said flying. And I was like, I want to fly over Africa and I want to see all the animals. And you imagine like a 12 year old who has not traveled, you know, to a lot of foreign places and wants to know about the world and see the world. And I didn't have a computer where I can just find out everything. So it makes sense. And it says that, um, you enjoy being free and taking risks. And a career clue um, would, you know, and I would imagine this is for people when they say this when they're a little older, you'd make a good pilot or astronaut. Consider a job that will let you affect policies, maybe a government job or a public research group. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, for time travel, they say you're interested in the causes of things and how past mistakes can be used to shape the future. Ooh, so maybe somebody who answers time travel has something in their past that they want to change or something that they regret. Yeah. It also says you're very curious about how different people live. 
And a career clue would be a career in scientific research, history, or human behavior. Fun. Yes. Um, we, did we talk about, yeah, we talked about invisibility, x-ray vision. Uh, you'd like to see through problems, get to the heart of an issue. You enjoy challenges and solving problems that other people can't even see. A career clue could be math, medicine, uh, and physics, politics, anywhere where skilled problem solvers would be needed. For shape-shifting, you're a sociable person who likes to fit in. Perhaps you want to be admired by the group. Either way, you're a real crowd-pleaser. So maybe somebody who, who ranks really high in, um, uh, like, extroversion or also feels like, you know, they want to fit in. Or, or maybe this would be an answer for, like, high school kids. Like, I can imagine high school kids giving this because they're, you know, it's all about kind of, like, conforming to the group. Yeah. And the career clue is entertainment might be the field for you. I wonder if the answer from some challengers and people on, on reality <laughs> TV might be shape-shifting. I don't know, though, because I always feel like because of the nature of how the shows work, people are always trying to f- stand out mm. rather than conform, you know? Well, that was kind of part of the answer, too, of like you want to, you're yeah. a social person who wants to be admired by the group. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, what else? Seeing into the future. Ooh. That's uh, you're very creative and love adventure. You would move right into the future if you could. You're always looking at what might be possible and wondering how to make it happen sooner. And a career clue would be a career on the cutting edge of things, uh, thinking about maybe becoming an explorer, a research scientist, an inventor, or a science fiction writer. When I was growing up, my little brother always said that he wanted to be an explorer, but he couldn't pronounce it, so he would say, I want to be an explorer. I want to be an explorer. And it was so cute. Yeah, he's a firefighter now, but there's a little bit of exploring in that. Yeah, for sure. Adventure. And the last one is super hearing. And for that one, it says you pay close attention to sounds and patterns. You like to be fully informed about the latest news. Some might even say that you're nosy. Career clue, uh, you would make an excellent reporter or gossip columnist. Also, you might want to be a musician. So there you go. Those are a few of the answers and a few of the personality traits that come with those answers. So I wow. think that that holds true for so many, in so many ways. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's kind of like one of those horoscope things where whatever you answer you get, you can <laughs> kind of like, you know, make it fit your reality. Right. It's weird to me. I have a friend who is, he's an astrophysicist and he's super into like really um, advanced like Astrology, and by advanced, I just mean like specific. You know those people that like need to know what time you're born and yes, all that. Well, stuff? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's super. He's into an that. astrophysicist, and he's really yeah. into that. Yeah, I love that. It surprises me, but what do you? How do you explain that? Hmm. That maybe there's comfort in feeling. like... Yeah, I, I think know. so. In the same okay. way that you know, I'm in the field of uh, evidence-based research for. Uh, you know, psychological or, or therapeutic interventions, and all of our stuff that we do in the office is all evidence based and you know researched. But I love pop psychology. I love these mm-hmm. personality quizzes. There, I, this has, has zero evidence behind it, and no study, and no anything. But I still am like, oh yes, that's fantastic. It's the same. I feel like it's the same thing almost. Where there's like a little bit of novelty and a little, it like adds some. I don't know. Well, and not everything fits neatly into an algorithm, you know, and I think there's some joy that you can have from stretching the boundaries of what 
is realistic. Mm-hmm. And I bet you that's pleasurable to people that are bound by rules of science all the yeah, time. Totally. But it still was like, huh, I did not see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had that done, your your chart? Well, he like- did it for me. And the what that's what made me think of it is when you said, you know how like it's broad enough where you it can fit no matter what? Yeah. It it felt like that where I was like, Yeah, I can see that, but I don't know. Like humans are complicated, so Do you I think do you remember I did one for Lincoln? I vaguely do. I remember yeah, he did I one for Yeah, I think either some... he was not born yet or just born. Oh, my God. I want to go back and look at it and see, because yeah. I know I sent that to you, and see if it's accurate. Did you send it via email? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I'm going to have to go back and find that, because I did that with, like, the time and where he was and all that, and, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I got to reread that. Ooh, that's fun. Um, another fun thing is if you happen to be getting married, you can register on Zola, which is this one-stop shop for everything to do with love and weddings and wedding planning. And they have a system set up where you can do like a free wedding website, you know, where you put all the information about your big day, save the dates and invitations. They have registry and it's, they have a free, easy to use wedding planning toolkit and you can manage everything online in one place. So great for couples and for their guests because you can put everything they need to know right there, personalize it to make it cute and adorable and pictures of you and your partner and uh, answer like frequently asked questions like, can I bring kids to my wedding? And so Zola is such a great um, way to handle all the details of your big day. Plus you get to have people do group gifts or um, register for all the 500 top brands and you get 20% off remaining gifts on your wedding registry after the big day. So that's great. To start your free wedding website or registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash brain candy. That's Z-O-L-A.com slash brain candy get that free wedding website and uh, registry going on. Even if you're not married, just go there, get it, register from some stuff. <laughs> Marry yourself. That's I mean, for goodness sakes, that woman married a pirate ghost. You can get married. <laughs> right. Just register. We'll buy you gifts. Yeah. And there you go. There you go. And then you can save 20% on everything else. Um, okay. So remember how a while ago you applied for life insurance and then they like, I forget if they just found out who you were. Yeah. How did that go? Oh my God. It was so annoying. So we were trying to get, uh, it was just car insurance, like, you know, auto insurance. Okay. And we had switched. That's crazy that it's car insurance. I think it's, I think it's all, I think we have one of those like comprehensive or, or, you know, it covers everything kind of thing. Uh-huh. And, um, or I don't know, whatever it is, but I, I know it was cause they used the car getting in a car accident as an example. So we were, I was also simultaneously switching my name and like, you know, just got married. And so we were switching everything over. So somebody at the office where my, it was like Geico or something, they were typing into the computer, the names and somebody in the, in the office was like, Oh, Sarah Rice, was she on, like, I know that name and like mm. Googled me. And, oh, God, it's like the one place that somebody knows my name or get re- I get recognized. <laughs> like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, it doesn't happen where, like, they're like, oh, we've got Here's a bottle for her. Yeah, exactly. It never works in my favor. They're not like, oh, straight <laughs> to the front of the line, my dear. They're yeah. always like, mm, I don't like this. Yeah. So uh, uh, so they, their, their argument was I was too, quote, unquote, famous, their words, not mine, 
Uh, <laughs> and for them to ensure, because if somebody, I was like too much of a liability, like if somebody were to, and here was their example, if somebody were to rear end Leonardo DiCaprio, they would be inclined to sue him because they knew that there was, that he had money. I was like, do you understand that I am not Leonardo DiCaprio and I'm not driving a Rolls Royce over here? Like, you know, that's I had, crazy. I had like a, you know, 2012 Jeep Liberty at the time. And it was like, nope, nobody's looking at me and going like, oh, big bucks from her, you know? <laughs> like, and I was just like, are you kidding me? So they wouldn't, they wouldn't like insure us. And we had to get a new, ins- like, insurance company it's infuriating to me what it's like that's crazy i couldn't believe it landon was like looking at me like what what are is this for real yeah how do you even argue you know argue this there was an article that came out that was basically saying that what you experienced is going to be happening to more and more people just because of social media and they're going to look at everybody's pictures and they're going to include um, stuff about how you look, um, things you buy, and even like oh. meal prep. Like if you're a subscribe to a certain kind of meal prep, I don't know what the, how that would affect your rate though. Oh, well, the only thing I would imagine is that it would go down. That if you what were fit were or like what? healthy living, I guess so. But who is pretending like social media is reflective of someone's oh real life? Oh my god, you're to- it's so messed up. Right? You know, I think back to the woman who took a fo- tried to take a photo with Jaguar and I wouldn't have sh- insured her ass. So <laughs> She's definitely <laughs> a liability. Drop her. It's just an unfair assessment in my it opinion totally though, because is. There's plenty, let's say it was about quote unquote fitness. There's lots of people that are slim that are very unhealthy. Well, and, and also the kind of, pe- I remember the times when I was advertising my great eating and all that. It was like very short lived those, those <laughs> months where I was doing that. And it like, that was the time where I'm like, oh, look at my meals. Look at, but I do not take pictures of the, you know, times I go through El Pollo Loco drive-thru at 10 o'clock <laughs> at night after a stressful day at the clinic. So shout out to El Pollo Loco for keeping me alive during my grad school. Right. I mean, I just don't get how this is supposed to even be an effective tool for ascertaining how someone lives their life. It's not true. No. I mean, I do, I do get if somebody wanted to take information from say, like, uh, you know, like the Apple watch that, that tracks your, your movement and fitness and all that. Yeah. You know, even, but even then, you know, like the other night I, I closed all my rings and I hit my activity for the day. Because I never slept and I was up all night and moving and, you know, like, don't confuse motion for progress, as they say. And, mm-hmm. you know, and if somebody looked at that, they would have been like, oh, wow, she's so healthy and fit that day. Nah, the opposite. That was my day of the worst self-care. And then we, I was just having this discussion with some girlfriends the other night. Like, you look at somebody, she's, this woman has a, a daughter who's like preteen and kind of like thinking about you know, her appearance and weight and lives in Southern California and Orange County where that's a big deal and people are overly concerned with that. And this mom was telling the daughter, like, do not look at somebody's weight and let that be, you know, an indication of how healthy or unhealthy they are. You Mm -hmm. have a lot of people out there who are really slim and take terrible care of themselves and are not taking care of their body and people who you may look at and go, oh, that person's overweight, but they are so healthy for their body and that's how their body is and they're taking good care of themselves and all that. We need to not be looking at that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
That's something that's really ingrained, though, because it's constantly reinforced on all yeah. those stupid shows and stuff. Yes, and it's not true. I know, man. Yeah, yeah that's awful that crazy. they're looking at that. Like that makes me, you know, it makes me ugh, like worried about all the stuff that I. Yeah. You know. Well, not like yeah. I'm googling or buying anything weird, but. I don't well, know. Right. I feel like I'm recognizing that too. Like I, I look at stuff on, on Amazon or wherever, and then it'll say like, "Here are some products we recommend for you." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, okay." <laughs> Is that what you I know, need? Funnily enough, in that uh, Carrie Rawson's book, "The Serial Killer's Daughter," she talks about how at one point she, I think she had bought a book that was about her dad that she hadn't written, that someone else had written. Mm -hmm. And then from then on, it was like suggesting all these serial killer oh. books on Amazon and stuff. Yeah. And she was just like, oh. Oh my God. You know, and you don't think like when you go to buy something unusual, you don't think about how it'll haunt you for mm -hmm. however long on your Man. Google cookies and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes um, I feel like Amazon predicts what I'm, like it knows what I'm thinking somehow. Because like, like I be don't example? search for it, but like I had just, oh, we had taken a bunch of pictures and I was looking to like upload stuff and I didn't have, you know, I, we've, I've like been taking everything with my phone. So I, you know, using a, something with a card wasn't something I'd done often. So I had to like buy a card reader, but somehow Amazon knew that it was like, Hey, are you interested in this? Like. Eight, uh, what you, SD card? Are you interested in this card? I'm like, how the hell did it know? Did it know that I just like took mm -hmm. a bunch of photos? Like, how did it know that I needed that? There was nothing that I did or said. Like, I don't know what. Is it hearing my thoughts? Is it? So it was weird. <laughs> there was, was like, that is what I need. But how do you know that? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I do, but I'm creeped out. Yeah, that's how I feel. I was like, how? And it's happened a few times where I'm like, oh, what is that? That's just the, the one I remember. There was an article recently in the New York Times that was about, you know, um, a professor who had, I think it was in law school, had his students do something over um, Christmas break, which was to, you know, go out, let's say to a restaurant or whatever, and you're just sitting there and just sort of overhear other people talking and then go online and try to figure out who they are based wow. on the few cues that maybe somebody would reveal on a, like, casual conversation at a bar. So mm -hmm. if they're talking and you hear them say, oh, I went to Pitt uh, University, mm -hmm. well, then they might look up and they maybe heard someone say your name. So they'll look mm -hmm. up your first name and the university. And it doesn't take long for them to figure out exactly who you are and everything they need to know about you. And mm -hmm. oh, it wow. freaks me out because you kind of have this thing of feeling like it's, you know, you're private in a sense, like you're just having a little casual conversation, but it doesn't take much to figure out who anybody is. Right. Does that freak you out? <sighs> not as it, not as much as you'd think it would or should. Do you think it's because we were on reality TV? And yes. Oh, it's yeah. gotta be that. Okay. I already feel so <laughs> exposed and yes, that's totally true. Yeah. It's a weird Thing. So maybe we're outliers in this yeah, type of conversation. It's got to be. I wonder what most people feel like, like if they're really protective of their privacy and stuff. Hmm. I, I, I'm only yeah. surprised by how many people's um, profiles aren't private. I was watching some, I can't remember what this was, what 
show I was watching, but maybe it was on the news, but it was talking about how concerned we are in America with our privacy and with, yeah, like we don't, you know, want anybody to be tracking our calls or, you know, listening to our phone calls. And they were talking about um, like socialist China and mm. how people there are like, whatevs. Oh, really? Yeah, because I didn't they already, think you were going to say that. No, it's the I, I, I didn't think they were going to say that either. Where because people are so used to, oh wow, like that sort of I don't know whether you want to call it like government influence or or I I don't know what to call it, but they were like being like, monitored. Yes, being monitored. That's a better mm-hmm. way to put it. They were so used to that, and, and that they have no problem with and they were like interviewing people who were younger and they're like yeah we don't really care oh wow i guess it is about expectation but uh you think my goodness yep so that was the same i've got to remember where i saw i want to feel i want to say it was on patriot act or something like that it probably was what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Well, this kind of came up recently, as Sarah knows, um, that... We are having a book club event out here in June, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be at my house, but w- there was a bit of an incident with a brainiac, so we're uh, putting it somewhere else. We're mm-hmm. still deciding on the location. Mm-hmm. But Sarah's making me be more careful about yeah. uh, revealing too much about my like address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have somebody living in your crawl space th- pretending to be a ghost soon. There's going to be the next episode where I'm going to be here thinking that it's haunted. This place is haunted. (laughs) Yeah, so we're we're still going to have the event, but we just can't have it at at, uh, Casa Meister because, Mm -hmm. you know, we got to be careful. Yeah. But it's this idea. Like, I am not a private person, but sometimes I need to be reminded, like, you need to be a little more careful and cautious. Yeah, I feel like that, especially with children and their parents posting a bunch of pictures that where, you know, they've got the the name of theirs. It's so easy. Like if yeah. you were a, a weirdo, the school's name, or- they've got the school's name. They've got their name on the back of their jersey. They know the number. They know everything. It just is like you're there's. Whoo! You're just putting it out there. God. Oh, I speaking almost of which, feel like it's unavoidable though. Yeah, it kind of is. Like if some, and also as we know, if somebody wants to you know stalk you or or whatever they're they're gonna where there's the will there's a way as they say this is uh, my go ahead yeah no 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 go well this is my theory about um how i believe that we are at the end of the age of serial killers because the good thing about the surveillance state Mm -hmm. of the world Mm -hmm. is that it's harder to get away with something for a long time so you might kill one person, but you're probably going to get caught. Yeah. And you, go ahead. I'm just thinking about Amazon suggesting you things. <laughs> Would you like a butcher knife? <laughs> it seems like you need some duct tape. <laughs> just because of this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Items you might be interested based on your recent searches. Some zip ties. 
That's some cyanide. Luckily, I think that is where they draw the line. But oh god, that makes me laugh. I I think that the age of the Ted Bundys is over, <clears throat> and that it's almost impossible to accomplish that kind of spree in this state of surveillance that we live in. So we that's are like the silver people lining. younger, like seeing. That's what I'm saying. Yes, that's totally true. Mm-hmm. So this this there's this. Oh god, every spring it comes up. I mean, at least the last three springs that I've I've driven down the street. Um, so in Orange, there's this like downtown area in Orange, California. There's this downtown area where they have these big banners where they string them across the street that are advertising for like stuff in the community, like you know whatever it is. Like one of them says like prevent you like you can prevent auto burglary, and it says like make oh sure you lock your cars. So they have or or it'll be celebrating like International Week and it'll, whatever it is. But this. <laughs> This month, there's a sign up, like a big banner, and I will absolutely post this picture on uh, my Instagram or somewhere um, so you can see too. But this big banner that says, free in big letters for fatherless boys, camping, bike shop, fishing, Jesus. (gasps) And I had to take a picture of this because I was thinking about this, you know, and it, we, I was watching a lot of the, um, like the abducted in plain sight and, yeah. uh, finding never or escaping Neverland or leaving, whatever it's called, leaving mm-hmm. Neverland. Um, and I'm just looking at the sign going, I hope they're doing, there's a heavy vetting process for who gets to be there, these mentors for these fatherless boys. Was and it an I was organization? Like, it's, I guess, mentorme.org. You know, mm. and I'm like, are they doing background checks? Are they better all be life scanned? They better all have fingerprints done. I'm like, this is if I were a creepy pedophile, I'd see that and I'd be like, ooh, free fatherless boys there who well, are. Why like, are they even saying fatherless right? anyway? Why is that up there? It is so weird to me. And like yeah. it's 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 it it creeps me out every time and it's it's not like they did this once and we're like, oh, you know, maybe that's a Three years in a row, this sign has no. been up during the spring. And I'm like, I just get creeped out by it. And I'm that wondering, is, is this good. just my own past and bad experiences and my own like countertransference or whatever you want to call it about seeing a sign that says fatherless boys and me thinking like, I don't know, but I just, it does not sit well with me. And I just want to know your thoughts on that sign. That is insane. And it is, uh, you're on the money because... Why would they need to say that? And even if the people that are working for them are good, well-intentioned people, like why are we creating environments that make it easier for predators Mm -hmm. to have access to kids in that way? Because they're basically putting up a sign really for pedophiles. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Thank you. That is what I think. And I'm like, I want to like report it. I don't know why. I'm like, this is, do you understand what you're doing here? And every time I drive by, I think that. And I'm just like, I got to take another street. After I got my picture of it, I was like, okay, now I'll take, I'll go another way. That is insane. I feel bad for the victims. Yeah, right? Because I know, I just have, I just know. I just, I'm like, this is, mm, 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 mm. And also labeling them like, fatherless yeah. boys like all of a sudden that's your label so like if you're there you're you're a child walking down and also like what kid is walking down the like it's the next it's like next to the antique mall in orange like what child is walking down the street going oh fatherless boy i can go let me let me write down that yeah. number it just feels like bad advertising 
Because right, no that, child is calling that number. That or are company, they expecting the moms to call? They either have a pedophile problem or a marketing problem. Yeah, maybe One both. Or, or both. Yeah, and God forbid, God help us all if the marketing team happens to be a pedophile. Because <laughs> he's like, perfect. That is you know, so terrible. I'm going to get letters from people at this organization or something. But well, you know I what? hope so. I hope so too. So then they realize the error of their ways. But just labeling them fatherless boys. And also I'm like, well, what about daughters? And what about, right. you know. People that have fathers that just would like to yes. have a mentor. Right. Because I wasn't fatherless, but I could have really used some camping and fishing. <laughs> This is crazy. You know, that, that where there wasn't abuse going on, I should say. So, I yeah, I was outraged company. and, you know, I tried to share this with a few people and I feel like I didn't sell it well enough because they were not <laughs> nearly as outraged as I thought they would be or as you are right now. Oh my God, I just pulled up the website. Mentor Me Ministries, mentoring fatherless boys for Jesus since the year 2000. Oh, <sighs> God. Yeah, like, see? Ugh. Uh-huh. I get bad feelings. I should I did, look I, up like how no. they get these people. Yeah, and then like maybe, oh, dude, you know, the, here's your get bri- private investigation work. <laughs> Here she goes, people. <laughs> because I could pretend like I'm a guy and that I want to be a volunteer and see how I'm vetted. <gasps> oh my god, let's do this. Oh, yeah. we have to. Because it's like, what if they're like, yeah, just sent yes. all this uh, crazy <gasps> form, Sue's. I'm doing it. We can like catch a, a pedophile ring here. Catch a predator. Yes. Oh my God. I'm getting excited and I shouldn't be. <laughs> well, if I would be interested to know, I'm sure our listeners are not familiar with this ministry, quote unquote, but if you are, please tell me what is going on here. Yeah. I'm going to need to know some not- info because, you know, and this is like triggering for me because my parents went to a parenting conference or parenting seminar that was put on by the city that I lived in and like the community center ran it and they had the parents go to this parenting seminar and then the kids were at a daycare center and that's where I was molested. Mm. It was put on by the city. It was nobody, there were no background checks done on the people who were, they hired to be the daycare workers and the parents were taken away and they were, we were separated. It was like a perfect setup. And that's right. exactly what this pedophile knew. And he had six other counts of, you know, endangering a child or whatever it was. Oh my God. Yeah. He only got six months in jail. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Anyways. Do but you know so that that's why name? I look at this and I, no, I, ugh, I don't know if I would even want to. Wow. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, let's say this organization is just legit and they're really nice. Like, yeah. it's nice, but they need to work on their approach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because <laughs> it's yeah. kind Get of with weird. the times, people. It's totally weird. And like me, <laughs> you know, I, I even, I'm very big on the labels that we put on people and, yeah. and how we say things, you know, like not saying homeless people, calling them people who are just, you know, uh, uh, housing insecure or pe- their people first. Yeah. You know, so like I hear fatherless boys and I'm like, stop it with that label. They're boys who happen to not have fathers, mm-hmm. you know, and it just and like, like what it does in your mind when you say that. 
The website uses too many exclamation points, which is to me always a red flag. Yeah, the like sign has a few too. It says, "Father, um, ten million yeah. fatherless boys live in the USA!" Exclamation, lonely! Exclamation, needing father figures yeah. to love them! Excla- Come on, yeah. yeah. Here, look like, at this picture. Yeah, see, it's so many good. exclamation points. <laughs> it's too many. I tend yeah. to tell my mom that because she's like not good at reading the room. So sometimes like if I'm having a bad day or something, she starts like sending text messages with too many exclamation points. And I'm like, mom, pump the brakes, tone it down. It's too oh, much. Like to me, it's like real, um, just like insensitive where you're mm. just like, how are you? Like she's yeah, so- read the room. Yeah, yeah. Is a good way to put it. <laughs> But anyway, God bless her. Mm. As me and my sister always say, you got to love her. Yeah. You know what that makes me think of is that that scene from the uh, Mr. Rogers documentary mm. where he's talking about being sad and he, he's like playing the little like Daniel the lion and he's saying like, sometimes I'm just so sad and I, you know, I feel like I can't not be sad. And the... Uh, you know, the little the lady like sings to him of saying like, you know, it's okay and it'll get better and there are hard times and you know at the end you think the little lion's going to say, oh now I feel better, mm-hmm. but at the end he goes, no I feel the same, but thank you for saying that of like how you know we it it's not just a happy word and a happy something that's going to pull us out of those moments, you know mm-hmm. it takes it takes time and it takes healing and it takes you know all that and to just be like oh here's a few exclamation points and you're be happy yeah no, problem it's not, solved. it's not it's not like that and i think yeah teaching that to kids is a good lesson and saying like yeah it's okay to be sad right now but it won't last forever and you know you can be sad and let's talk about being sad and what that means and yeah and tone it down with all the exclamations <laughs> yeah because it Too makes it, it you know what it does what i've i've realized as an adult and like you know i'm recognizing this in my own own life now is you when you go through stuff good stuff or bad stuff you have to feel it you have to like turn towards the emotion you know especially with the negative stuff because if you just go like listen to all those people who are like oh just put a smile on your face oh it's gonna be okay no worries and you fake it and you try to smile and you put on a happy face and you just push through those feelings still exist Mm -hmm. they don't go anywhere you know, we still swallow them and we still hold them in. And if you don't allow them to be released and you don't allow them to be processed and fully expressed, then they they live under the surface and they almost act as this like, oh, I don't know, like, like, like toxic energy that just keeps feeding your body and you got to get and it comes out. It'll come out eventually, you know. The people well, who like, are like, oh, it's fine, but then they'll cry at the drop of a hat at yeah. the mention of anything. Well, that's because those, you know, you can have the memories, but you don't need to hold on to the feelings. And until we process the feelings, they still exist. I mean, I recognized I did it with my miscarriage and, you know, because of being so busy that I just like didn't allow myself to really feel it and really like, you know, I, I in my head rationalized everything and was like, I understand it but I didn't really feel it. And so now, and you know, I, I still have all these feelings and I, I like, you know, I got to get them out. And so I, 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 I get that. Well, it's a fine line between trying to overcome tough times and be positive versus denying 
your reality. Yes, totally. You know, because like, remember we were talking about how if you're sad and you put a pencil between your teeth, just the act of like creating a smile, even if it's pretend, Mm -hmm. can improve your mood. Those techniques can be helpful, but not if they mean denying the fact that you're in pain. Oh gosh, that's such a good point and a good thing to add to that. Like we can't simplify things. Yeah. Yeah. You can use techniques to work through something, but I don't like the idea of like... No, I'm fine denying, denying, because that never works. And we have to recognize that mind-body connection, that just because your body is, you know, smiling or whatever, like you you have to connect the two of the Mm -hmm. thought and the mind and all that. And that's why, you know, combining, you know, all this new research on um, trauma and on, uh, you know, the treatment of PTSD and things like that says, yeah, talk therapy is fantastic, but you need the other layer of, you know, mindfulness or yoga or movement or sound therapy or something to regulate the body. Like with that, it can't just be one thing alone. And I think that goes for a lot of things. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're learning stuff. Yeah. All right. I'll miss you, but we got to wrap it up. Yeah. Don't forget time, to leave so. us five stars and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're following us on social media so you can also share in the picture of uh, the fatherless boy's sign and get a laugh out of that. <laughs> and Sarah in a onesie. And, yes. Coming soon. Oh, wait. You have a picture of me in a onesie? I'm going to when I take oh. your picture after we're okay, done here. Okay, good. I was like, oh, my God. This is going <laughs> to be so much fun. I can't wait for this. Okay. I love when uh, you like thought maybe I somehow got one before Yeah, that. I was like, well, I own a onesie that I wore at Christmas. So <laughs> oh, God. Did, you know. Yeah, we, we're going to have another onesie picture. Don't worry. Yay. All right, All right everybody. Guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.